to make sure the levels are good this time. And don't cut any of this out. I want the people to know that you did a bad job with the levels. And I didn't listen to that episode, but hey, nice to wait to have a snack on uh, during. What about the listeners who have the mesophiliomia? The hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a great Charles energy. Who? What the? Who gives a fuck? You know what your energy's like today, buddy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast where we listen to the Brian Jonestown Massacre and eat brownies. What do you think about this band? The Brian Jonestown Massacre? Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're great. Yeah, I'm glad you think so. I'm a big some, fan. Yeah. I feel like some people probably when they get... Any band gets too popular, people check out. Oh, they never got that popular. Oh, really? I mean, they, like, I'm sure they like make I've a living, but, they, but they're touring right now. And actually, Anton Newcomb, for all of his reputation as uh, 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 someone with a serious substance misuse issue who f- sometimes kicks his collaborators and f- and fans of the band while performing. Uh, oh, shit. Have you never seen Dig? No. What's what? that? What's Dig? God damn it. I thought I was mad at fucking Starship Troopers 4 Invasion. <laughs> But now it matters. I think it's just called Starship Troopers colon invasion. Really? I don't think any of them are. I, I don't, don't know. Care. I think you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't fucking care. You should care. I'm so mad. Hey, first off, before podcast. we go any farther. Wait, okay. Welcome to When Will It End? It's the movie podcast. We eat of the brownies. We follow French election results. Hello, Charles. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. Uh, 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 just we want to give the official tip of the hat from the podcast to Mr. Emmanuel Macaul. Because he won again. He won the, his second. Cookie? No, he's married to his his uh, hot older math teacher. It's that guy. I lose track of all these French perverts. What's with your people? Why are they like that? <laughs> the end of this movie is takes place in France. We yeah. Think. We weren't really sure. It was just sort of like a, a desolate mountainscape. But they showed us the Eiffel Tower right before that. I'm going to search Emmanuel Macron wife. Because I think it's that guy. No, just kidding. My fucking phone. Every app I feel, keeps fucking oh my God, crashing. I feel like... Every if you search for a man on Google, wife, wife always comes up as a suggestion. Brigitte Macron, yeah, it's definitely sort of weird. Yeah, French school teacher, <laughs> so sick. <laughs> oh my or god! You like that? You like that? He just like just sort of is fulfilling a his like little French fantasy of of having it with his teacher, having it Why at the age of forty. It? She met the fifteen year old Emmanuel Macron at La Providence what? High School. Wait, in what? I thought you were joking. He was a student and classmate of her daughter, and then divorced her husband in two thousand six to marry Macron. So, anyways, congrats to her. This is the French man that, for the first time in like twenty years, they're like, let's let him do two terms, and they're like, it's the no. the guy who married his hot teacher. This so I don't know. Really good brownie. Good brownie. You look really happy. I'm so fucking good. Um, so Dig is a documentary about the concurrent experiences of the Dandy Warhols and the Brian Jonestown massacre in the early aughts, when the the sort of you know Rolling Stones garage rock psych rock revival was happening at that time, and the Dandy Warhols kind of have a an I would say a much worse band, but have a much better time of it commercially and. You know, they get pulled over and there's like weed in the car in Europe and they're like, you must not have the weed. How do you say? And then like in America, the Brian Jonestown massacre get like busted in Arkansas and their van gets like repossessed. And and there's like two very different experiences. But and uh, one of my favorite documentaries is just a great 
it's quick cool. and dirty. I'll check it out. It's all about just Anton Newcomb being a complete fucking lunatic. And and those those early records are great. I would see him. They're touring right now. And he's been a real advocate for wearing masks at shows, which is really nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. The Godspeed, they were all wearing masks. Yeah. Uh, not to boast, but Charles and I saw freaking uh, Montreal anarcho post-rock ding-dongs, Godspeedy Black Emperor. Mm-hmm. And they were fantastic. I'd say Sophie Trudeau won my MVP. Yeah. For, Ephraim She's won great. the MVP for... Uh, for staring down long hair with while using a, a screwdriver, that was great. Yeah, for, I think no, his transphobes eat shit and die alone. That's great. Declaration That's wild that he would. I love it. I think it's another moment where he's accurately gauging the biggest one of the biggest threats to fucking basic human rights in North America. So Mazel Tov to you, Ephraim. But for sure, uh, whip and ass. I gotta go with Miss Sophie Trudeau. She was fucking playing that shit through her MIDI violin and fucking shit, and the, her loops were fantastic. Yeah, we 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 tip of the hat to you, Sophie Trudeau. You're wearing a hat, as I'm I often do. Well, with the long hair, uh, you kind of my hair's getting sort of moppish. Yeah, it's not moppish yet. Moppish. I think it needs more volume. Oh, to be moppish. On. That's not moppish. You could clean the floor with my. Is head. it foppish? Absolutely. Thank you. Is it moppish? I don't know. I think it is. I'm voting yes. Yours is beyond. I don't mop-ish. think. I think you should recuse yourself from that vote, sir, no. because I stand up for democracy and all of its beauty. Right. I know this whole f- interesting, maybe interesting is the wrong word. Dumb conversation about Clarence and his wife Jinjin or whatever Clarence her name is. Boddicker? No, from Clarence Robocop. No, not the Clarence movie Boddicker. Written by Ed Newmeyer, who EP'd Starship Troopers Four: Colon Invasion. Clarence Thomas. Oh, the judge. It's so it's so funny to have like just the most extreme version of the problem that is happening with all of our judges. Be like, that's the only bad one. He well, should be maybe not doing stuff every once in a while when the entire system is falling apart. I just wish the people who were falling over themselves to turn RBG into like some mythical figure like the more you per, like promote the myth that our system in any capacity works the more these obvious massive nightmarish holes in it because continue like the system is inherently terrible and built to fail and and torture people without power and whenever you're like oh a supreme court justice is actually can be awesome sauce and like a superhero you're contributing to this myth that the entire thing is not like built to right. fail and so, then yes, and when- the opposite like Ginny is like wow she's crazy and she maybe started the riots on january 6th so clarence should maybe not be voting on this one thing about the January 6th. It's like, no, the whole fucking thing is wrong. There is no such thing as law. Like, there is no such thing as justice in this country. Yeah. Um, uh, and, like, calling attention to this one, like, tiny fucking issue out of... That doesn't matter unless we fix the actual problem that people are not getting justice in this country. Can I, can I jump in with a little joke here to lighten the mood? Yeah. It's like, hey, what do you call uh, 100 lawyers uh, chained to the bottom of the ocean, drowning to death? Anchor. Not enough lawyers. But joking aside, joking aside, <laughs> hey, uh, we have our friend and sometimes guest, Mike, who is a lawyer, and we respect him. We're going to go see the Northman with him. Is it the Northman? The Northman. I, I don't care. The North Man. I think the North it's man. the North Man. The North Man. That's his whole square. I said it to Amy. I was like, we're going to go see the North Man later. And she said, are you joking? Like, is that really what it's called? What, she, thought I was, she thought I was having a bit of a laugh. And, like, listeners, Charles is dead serious, serious about movies. About, so, especially North people. The no. North people. Because yeah. you're from Maine, which My is question North is, why is it America? called the North Person? Thank you. Because... Thank you. I feel like a North Man... Might not necessarily be a man. 
Okay, go off, King. What, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to sit back. Let me get my popcorn going. You're like a gif. You're like a gif right now watching me fall apart. No, actually, Amy and I have been having a lot of conversations about gender, and it's it's so fucking confusing and it unraveling. Sure is, yeah. Basically, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But talking earlier about the issues at hand with um, like how just the system we are in is awful and dog shit. Like, it's so funny to see a movie like Starship Troopers one through three, which are just like the whole system is terrible and we're making these spoofs about why this sucks. And then we get to the movie where it's like, this is good. <laughs> we have, we, this is good and nothing is bad. Like there's not even any problems in this movie. Yeah. For maybe much being too handsome. After all of our hand wringing over two and three, where we were like looking back so precious being like, what if they ruin the whole thing? It's like, we had we, I, I love those movies even more now because finally we get the first four movies in we get an installment where all irony all satire any subtext is ripped away from this world and we're like what if we watched what seems like a series of halo 3 cutscenes where it's just cool that they're marines and it's like this fucking sucks it's, this was all start to finish this was everything awful. about it is bad yes it's but, almost like the systems that are bad in our country just there's nothing good. Fuck. Go off, King. We're, we're getting pretty political today, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm tired of this whole freaking system. That's me. Yeah. What could we replace it with? I don't know. I mean, that brownie I had was real good. How would that like, play into rebuilding the post uh, after the Empire? Well, I'd say maybe just first start with brownie buildings. Right. So, so we build a new a world out of brownies. Right. And this would be creating jobs all the time because people get a little hungry and maybe eat a little bite eat or two. Bite also, I would imagine whenever it rained, significant parts of our infrastructure would need to be rebuilt. Well, you could just make the outside overbaked. Okay. So that could probably... With, I mean, you know, <laughs> when I, some people have said about my brownies, like, what is the what is this cement? Yeah. About my brownies. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say about the shits I did. Really? What is this, You're cement? Just shitting cement? What is this, fucking cement? Wait, is cement? it cement? Is it? I do eat a lot of gravel and a lot of lime, like the, the mineral. Not, not the, the, oh, not the fruit. I actually, can I get real for a minute here? No. Fans, can I get real for a minute? Yeah. Okay. I had the best breakfast ever this morning. What was it? Blueberry lemon granola. Wait. La? Can oh. Wait, does it have blueberry and lemons in it? It's like fucking, yeah, it's got dried blueberry and dried lemon in the granola. Dried lemon? I don't know what the fuck they did. It was great. Don't, okay. don't, just fuck it. Sounds wonderful. I'm just trying to understand, because my stepbrother recommended, uh, we make this thing called lemon pizza. Okay, that's fucked up. And he said, it sounds bad, but it's good. And we're like, all right. You know, you know me. I'm Chef Charles. I make a lot of pizza. I make at least once a week. Like, we can waste a week if it's bad. It's just like eating lemons. It was terrible. He's like, no, but if you bake it and broil it, it like... Right, but here's the thing. Much like the movie we just watched, there was no suspense in that story because lemon pizza sounds fucking disgusting. Right, but I mean, if it had, he said it was good. Yeah. So that was a little twist. Um, join us next week where we're, we're going to make licorice pizza. We're actually going to make licorice oh God, pizza vegan. Idea. Don't worry. Don't worry. It'll be vegan. What would be not vegan about licorice pizza? Pe- oh, yeah. Just take the cheese off. No, it's just going to be bread? Licorice. Tomato sauce? Nope. I don't think tomatoes would go with licorice. Just licorice. Just licorice on bread? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. A little oregano on it? Some red pepper flakes? Yeah, sure. You can't go wrong with that. Bit of the old garlic powder? Do you put garlic powder on pizza? Yeah, of course you do. Huh. I've never... That's part of the... The constellation of condiments that I you get like at the... I feel like if you're fucking with the spice powders, that's just to make like 
a sauce. I'm never just no. like I'm never just putting spices on my meals. I would say if I'm getting like a, a regular slice, I want some red pepper flakes, oregano, garlic powder, and if I'm feeling it, I had a friend who would do salt and pepper, and I thought that was a little bit weird. But a little bit of pepper is good. But no, I, I'm a fan. You gotta you gotta bring out you you want to play with the flavor, dog. Yeah, my dad taught me to. He, t- oh, he always told me to salt my butt, my bread. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like salt your toast. What? My dad. <laughs> that's there's salt in it already, right? Yeah, that's what that's we tried to tell him. There's right. already salt in the bread. There's salt in cheese. No, there isn't. Some cheese is salty, though. Yeah, yeah. But he's where just... does cheese come from? A cave? Some cheese. Cave cheese does. Cave cheese. Some come from cow. Some come from cow. That's Some come so from true. a goat. That's we've gotten three sources of cave, cow, and goat. There's also nut. This sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a freaking Joanna Newsom song. <laughs> so this movie. It it be, it do be coming out in 2012, and we uh, just out of interest because the 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 visual aesthetic of this movie is digital diarrhea in various <laughs> shades of gray, yeah. light green, and brown. It truly is awful, to, awful to look at. It's it was crazy. So unpleasant to watch this movie. It was a very long. We, we look. We're happy to see something come in in the tight 90 window that we've established. It's but no, I'm, I'm going to argue with you right there because <laughs> this is one of those. Not, this is not a tight 90. This is we got good. to minute twenty five and we we're like, oh my fuck! How did how did that only take twenty five minutes? It felt like forty. Yeah, if there was like a weird this, inverse ability, if you could yeah, like, this is a fat ninety. If you could like, if there was a way to reverse generate suspense in a movie, this would be the greatest movie ever made. That's because interesting. At no point do we have any investment in anything going on visually from a character standpoint or plot wise. Plot wise, this rehashes. Right. Pretty much, it just plugs in. The, the, see, when you strip away all the shit, all the irony and satire from this world, you're just left with, unfortunately, a wildly generic science fiction thing. Like it's, it's, it's sub Starcraft, like, yeah. sub Alien. Like it's just like this thing. So no, not the thing. No, I got this wish. Thing. And and so without any of that character and without any real genre other than it's a big thing. Like we're just left with like. They, oh, the ship crashed. They've got to stop the bug from taking over the ship. Yeah. Here comes Rico. Like, and they try to give us fan service towards the end by having Rico do admittedly cool stuff with chainsaw. They do actually do fan service. No, is that fan service when they're just like plastic tits? Uh, there is, if or you're is wondering, just, like, upskirts? will this movie capture the raw eroticism <laughs> of the first three movies? No! <laughs> Woof! <laughs> There's lots of nudity, and yet it this this feels like it was done by one of those hentai productions but just like they were told to cool it yeah like you can have you can have a little bit of fun everyone's shaped strangely everyone's serving ass in their outfits there yeah. so here's the major mistakes with this movie one they put all the marines into master chief armor so immediately visually we're looking at like six identical people doing identical right. things which but is then just... the problem is when they take their masks off you're like oh my god please put those back on because they look you horrifying look, you look so scary yeah because your mouth is not matching up with your words and you just look like a pl- like a plastic doll 
not it's cool. Scary. And look, if you're part of the doll community, we're not kink shaming you. But this was not for normal people like me and Charles no, who are regular. Community. You know, having like a sex doll community. Oh no, no, we're saying like Uncanny Valley material because yeah. that's okay. a real doll. So two, the whole point of the first movie is that like by d- destroying all eroticism from life, like in this fascist nightmare, like men and women can serve together undistracted as Marines. And that idea is toyed right. with over the course of the series in different ways. Sometimes it's horny in a, in, a, in a way that's usually over the top and silly, like in two other times, again, in three, they just line up to get body scanned to go into the Marauder things. And yeah, it's like, awesome. don't even notice it. It's never making yeah. fun of that guy. For like it's an underwear. ad and they're all just naked. Right. It's not sexual at all. This movie is like, what if everyone was a fucking rapey leering nightmare? And when there is sex, it's like, genuinely bone bone chillingly weird yeah, there's the one scene where they didn't know how to like animate a hip so this woman like clambers over but it looks like that <laughs> it looks like that guy that they always get to be like the contort alien yes. in movies it's just like it's so scary in straddling one of the many incredible impossibly generic characters in this movie a guy who i don't even remember it wasn't that was um, hero it was no that was hero no hero had the face scars Rico has face scars plus eye patch. Uh, yeah. Hero has face scars. This was just another guy who oh, caught you're right. her from jumping. He this movie like hero. fucking sucked. Wait, who was the guy that took over with the... He was the guy that took over with the gun, the counting gun. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. That guy. I thought he was Hero for a minute. No, that's different. Yeah, there's a guy <laughs> named like fucking Corporal Varno or whatever. And no, the it's, bit it's, is that... It's just like two where they're like, this guy's so badass, he's actually arrested for being too badass. Uh-huh. But we need him, goddammit. But then they do this incredibly strange thing where, like, this is how you learn that he's a good hero. His name was like something super normal, was, like Hero Verno. His name was um, Henry Verno, I think. So for some reason, that again, it's like the logic of this movie is so fucking twisted and sick and crazy. The the commanding officer holds his thumb up to his profile on the computer screen and. Not even accurately or well done in in the world of animation where they control every aspect of it. He's like, if I hold my thumb up like so, it looks like his name is like Captain Hero. Right, but they did it to like, he even though... Again, this is animated. You do whatever they... I think they intentionally did it so that it wouldn't look too planned. But all it did was call attention to that. He could only get to say like, Henro or Hero. But it's just like, dude, just pull your thumb back and so it's a little bit closer to your face and then you can cover up all the letters you need. Like this humiliatingly stupid conceit is entirely in your hands yes. as the filmmakers. You like You came up with it, you, you decided to fucking put it in name. the movie. You decide and then more mysteriously, everyone just starts calling him hero after this Well, he puts it on his shirt then. That's what I'm saying. It's suddenly on his armor and shit. But like this is something that a man alone in an office did by himself, and then the rest of the movie they're like and then the Josh, it's supposed to I'm just wanna remind you that if you ever see a man alone in his office, you just let him do what he's doing. You just let him do what do he's doing. Do not get involved. Everyone listening, if there's a man alone in an office, you leave him be. He's doing busy work with his thumb. With his thumb. <laughs> Did we ever see, sorry, COVID. Did we ever see uh, the 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 sniper lady goes into the tunnel, goes into the vents? Do we see her do anything in the vents or just later she's just somewhere else having been in the vents? Well, no, she, yeah, yeah, that's it. That sucks. She's, so she'd much. gone into the vent. And then a lot of shit happens. And then the one woman, oh, I guess it's Carmen. She's back. Everyone, yes, canonically, 
more completely inexplicable bullshit. They bring back Carl and Carmen from the first movie. Who look like ghouls. Who look, look like, like absolute Anonymous ghouls. ghouls who look nothing. Look at, once again, in the original movie, those two actors are Neil Patrick Harris and Denise Richards, two of the most unforgettable looking people right. of, the, like, just like. Of a, of a generation. Unmistakable people. Yeah. Like, and I don't the, think Denise Richards has been in a movie in 20 years, and you could still pick her out of a lineup. Like, she's actually been a part of Real Housewives, which Allie. Is that a movie? Has told me. No, it's a TV series. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. But she still looks, I appreciate that info. She still looks like Denise Richards. But don't come at me. I'm not coming at you, bro. Well, I, <clears throat> okay. That was just information. I'm sorry. sorry I get Charles, a little defensive. Charles has COVID. He's just uh, a little. You're the one coughing. <laughs> That's your mic. Oh, shit. It's, yeah, see, sorry, was, sorry, sorry. It's COVID. You have COVID. Yeah, yeah. Did I not mention that? Do you want me to go? No. no it's kind of weird. Right. We did start. Yeah, we have to start. I feel like if we have to throw away. Yeah, we can't. Right. No, we, and like, we want to drive home and then do it remote. Like, let's just. No, we still have to see I'm the just North. I'm going to cough unmasked in this room for a while. That's all right. It's just this room. Yeah. There's nowhere this air is going. We'll just leave. Yeah. Shut the door. And it'll just stay in here. It'll be like if you. I mean, I'm going to paint you a picture. Please. Imagine a nuke or okay. fi- five nukes. Sure, doesn't really matter. <laughs> Just as many as you want. <laughs> Imagine that they are raining down towards you, and you just shoot. Rather than having them land on you, you shoot them above the air. Right. That that's fine. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's just staying. Much in the same way that COVID will just stay here. Oh my god. The nuke, whatever. Ha- I don't even really know what a nuke is. The nuke dust, it whatever it is. Over there. It'll just stay, stay over there. Over there. Yeah. So Won't go down. at the climax of the movie, when the trust me, it's don't even worry about it. The bug infested ship crash lands near Paris, but almost like, wipes out Parisians. Right. And I was thinking, like, don't land bugs near Parisians. Yeah, yeah those yeah, sick yeah. fucks will just they'll, they'll solve them. your bug problem. Have just, sex with them and eat them. Yes, they'll in take that care of it. Yeah. So like they crash land like presumably in Switzerland or something, and like they're and the and fucking the the Federation's like we must nuke them now. Yeah, thirty and, seconds. And so like their plan is like to save France. They're going to drop five nukes like near Paris. And the like whole the fucking joke in the first one is that loser men with no special abilities can just shoot nukes now. Like nuclear weaponry has always been sort of again a part of this satire of just like. We are now just the threat of nuclear annihilation is no longer an issue. We will blow up a planet. We'll just use a Q bomb, and that's cool. Well, and then the joke in three, which we didn't even talk about, that's one of the yeah. best parts of the series, is that when we finally watch the nuke going to blow up the planet, this is all happening literally on a screen behind two characters having a stupid yeah, romantic it's amazing. moment. Amazing, and like yeah, exactly the way that they double exposed that was so cool. Right, and and that sense of irony and and brutal satire of our completely fucking fascist nightmare reality that Ed Newmeyer is so adept at bringing to the screen, like that's what makes three shockingly good. And, and I, when we get to the end of the series, which can't come soon enough, if I'm being honest, um, that's going to be, I think, I think where to put three is going to be a dominant part of the discussion. One, two, three is going to be hard. Well, I don't no, think two. Oh, see, I, I we'll love th- two, but like I, I, gun to head if I had to pick from the first three. What I'm kind not of picking gun? that. Space machine gun. Um, the Halo, the Halo, the sniper, Halo sniper rifle, rifle, which they just use in this. This was so haloed out. It was fucking it was crazy. crazy. Like the audacity. Yeah. So we did this thing while watching it. We were like, oh, this must have come out. I, like, I feel like I said, like, oh, StarCraft 2 probably came out afterwards. Let's watch some Star- OG StarCraft cutscenes. And granted, if you go back and watch some OG StarCraft cutscenes, they're a little plasticky looking, not great. 
and yet they still made better choices than this movie did. They are PC cutscenes from a 1998 game. And there are more creative cinematic choices about – look, the whole thing with watching Dark Fury, the, the easily the most interesting installation in the Chronicles of Riddick pitch black verse, that – was such a tonic because it showed the limitations of right. filmmaking. And when you can completely go around them in telling this ridiculous over-the-top science fiction story, it actually finally makes sense where all of a sudden all these things fall into place because you're using the medium in a way that transcends just a boring, like, this is exactly what happened. So for this movie, in this series, which is so cartoonish and delightful and weird and over-the-top, this is easily the most boring one yeah. in every way despite being theoretically in a medium where you could do whatever you fucking want. No, I mean, that's basically a complaint about almost all of American... I mean, probably... This is Japanese. I, this is a Japanese Yeah, yeah, production. I was going to say... I'm, and I'm not trying to offend the good people of Japan, but guys, this was a bad one. Uh, I don't know enough about other countries' animation, but, like, CGI has sort of just... Animation is a style where you can do whatever you want. And yet, I think because of basically Toy Story, it's like, no, let's try to recreate life as accurately as possible because cgi looks so bad initially more and more energy was spent like what if we could make this look more real to the point where we're not they're not even like trying to make things look weird or like use animation in a way that like that's the whole point of animation is like let's fuck around with real life so it doesn't have to look real anymore and we're doing the backwards thing now it's staggering because like this is like a movie that desperately wants to be hot and is just miserable and bizarre and the sad reproductions of, of sexuality are like deeply upsetting. It's a movie where there's just no depth to anything. This is the first movie in the, we've watched in the series that has no, do you want to know more? It had, it had a guy, the guy right before he gets straddled with the, he's like, I'm actually the, do you want to know more guy or something? I didn't, I didn't follow. I think he's just making a reference an in world yeah, reference, so. but it's like, yeah, when you remove, do you that want to know more device, about my penis? That's what I do. Actually, that's a you good do. way to express consent yeah. with people. Really, I think it's a little vague. No, because what if I want to know more about your penis, but I don't want to like fuck it? Did you know? And then you can fill in the blanks there. I'm, I'm saying it's the beginning of a conversation. You know what I mean? You want to have a good, open, clear line of know, communication. Man. I feel like an open, clear line is different than. Do you want to know more about my safe word? That's. I'd like to know that pineapple because I'm allergic to it. Oh, it's an interesting irony there. I know. Yeah. What I if? Know. Yeah, that's good to get up front too, because pineapple is like the least sexy fruit. I think. Well, I think if there's the like thing. a fruit, smoothie. it's so sweet and so acidic, right? That it's it's really I don't know. One with my acid reflux the way it oh is, because I'm an old man now. I think pineapple would just fuck my shit up. Yeah, you were saying you had to. I mean, I don't, maybe I can't. I, don't, I, I wanna, had to pull I the. Tri- I, yeah. I woke up. I was to, to be honest. I was a little hungover. I I got a. Uh, it was payday, so I got like a four pack of craft uh, cider. But it was like nice. That really, it was like old school British cider style, where it just it's like funky. Like it oh, was wow. like that sounds good. It was great. Yeah, uh, and it was like bone dry. And just tastes like funky old apples, I, which I love. It tastes more like wine than it's anything so else. So cool. But then, like the next morning, between I had like spicy noodles and a bunch of cider. Pop, and the next dude, morning, why I was did both, you do this? 
because I was, it was payday and I was like in a good mood. So like the next morning I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to walk to work because I think like, a, you know, like a lot of yeah. stupid men, I was like, fresh air and a nice constitutional and all my problems will go away. When I got to work, I was like, when he found you hours later on the side of the road, <laughs> comatose, curled up in a ball crying. So like, I get to work and I was like, nope, I need to shit and vomit immediately. Oh, you and- did it in their bathroom. Well, I, I, you know, I, uh, where I work fortunately has well-maintained large bathrooms. Great and, selfie bathrooms, too. Great selfie bathrooms. Yeah. And I don't want to boast, but over the years, uh, because uh, vomiting is something that happens to people, I've actually gotten really good at vomiting. That's amazing. Yeah. I really envy that. I'm, I do it so infrequently that it's still maybe one of the scariest things. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. It's all the familiarity. Right. Thing. Once you resign yourself to this has to happen. I know. It's sort of like when we watch going back to the Jackass verse is like these guys vomit so fucking much it doesn't they're just like wait i need it like they can just do it without even but more impressively they don't fight it when they're going to vomit because they know exactly they know this is going to happen yeah actually wink got quilled twice this week yeah to go to the vet for one of them why isn't has jackass done a porcupine i don't know maybe we'll find out in 4.5 which i feel like that's we will be covering an animal attack that is not lethal, but very painful and funny because then you've got all these fucking quills stuck in you. It's a classic laugh a minute moment when you're covered in quills. I mean, when yeah. Wink was, she, I was just, I, I had to take her to the vet because I couldn't stop laughing and deal yeah. with it myself. Like, you fucking idiot. You look <laughs> so dumb stupid. Uh, I took so many selfies. Porcupines are like the, one of the most Pokemon of all animals. Really? Maybe because it sounds like Pokemon? Well, partially, but Porcupine? they have like, de- they literally have Porcupine? detachable weapons. Sure. And have you ever been, okay, I guess you have, like, my mom and I ran on a, one of her birthday hikes a few years ago, we ran into a porcupine who started doing the chittering, like, the, like crazy-ass yeah, porcupine it's so noises. scary. Yeah, because it's not like an, we're so used to be, like, It's like a, a mix between, like, something. a bug and a monkey. Right, it's like yeah. a weird chirping. It's, it's very terrifying. odd. And it's coming out of a mammal. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, I was thinking uh, in my, what happens if you just stood in front of a porcupine? Would it expend all of its quills at you like is there a point where it could become quillless if it just unleashed attack after attack well i'm no animal behavioralist but i don't think i think you're a porcupine you're probably trying to escape more than anything else right but i'm saying if this were just like a test environment oh, where you right. just well we could capture a porcupine like the one that repeats i know where two live dog. Yeah. yeah how do you know there's two different porcupines maybe it's one with that just like a bone to pick just, with you and, and your dog that would be awful this if you had a local enemy, one, and it yeah, was a local porcupine enemy. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, not a fan. Anything good happening Shh. on your phone? Shh. Don't Shh. tell them that, Dear friend. Don't tell them that. Shh. Leave it in. I'm. I know you're not going to edit anything anyway. No, I never do. Yeah. Never do. Um, not I think do <laughs> one thing I want to talk about is one good thing, and this might still be a bad thing, but at least. So far, one, two, three have all introduced us to new bug variants. Uh-huh. The first yes. one, obviously, new bugs because the first movie. They're all new bugs. Right. Second is the fucking brain. There's so many bugs. good ones. We didn't really spend too much time on it, but there's the bug one. The, yeah, there's like the whole concept of a bug entering your body and taking over was very cool. Yeah. The third one, I honestly forget. What was some of Oh, the explodey the right, right, right. guys. Explody the bugs. explodey roller There's a couple bugs. other ones. This had... Maybe it's too similar to the scorpion bug or whatever they ended up calling it, but this looks like um the little click 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 creature from the Animatrix by the same guy who did Dark Fury with like his like tail under his butt. 
thing that shoots out a blue laser. Yeah. Well, because well, so there's a little big, scorpion. Exactly. Guys. There's a little scorp. There's a big scorpion, and this is there's like the smaller, the yeah, fl- upside down scorpion, right? With like a, it's like a uh, an erect scorpion versus a flaccid scorpion. Sure, that's helpful for listeners who who can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you have an imagination? Email us. Wait, what? Just that you have an imagination. Are you saying that people without imaginations don't understand how email works? Or you just want to hear no, from... No, I don't want to fucking hear from people with no imagination. This is a podcast for visionaries, for hustlers, Reading for rainbow. Reading rainbow. Butterflies in the sky are so high. I can read all the books you want. Imagine, like, I bet it's like the liberal dream that LeVar Burton is president and does, like, drone attacks over, like, every country. Like, this is Whoa, the, most epic, sauce. They, uh, the most epic sauce. You don't bring up the drone attacks. You just want LeVar Burton. Now, Charles, will, will we be playing Mo- Starship Troopers Invasion Mobile Infantry, the mobile game sure. that was a prequel to the series? Do you think we should do it? Do you think we should play the whole thing? Right now? The the details on this movie online are so impossibly boring. It sounds like Newmeyer, uh, as an executive producer, was supposed to have as much impact as he wished, but his, his involvement ended up rather limited, which makes sense because <laughs> this has no flavor to it. No. This is one of the most flavorless, least interesting fucking things I've ever seen. I really yeah. hated it. No, this movie looked. Uh, it's it's again. We're, I think we're sort of cut ourselves off, but like we were talking about how animation. You should be able to do whatever you want. And it like doesn't have to obey realistic physics. Like the whole point is that we're dealing with bugs that are crazy and kill you so that we can rather than try to do it, they did a beautiful job so far in all three live action movies incorporating physical and, and animated effects. Well, but more to the point, we, we didn't finish this. Um when we were talking about uh, the StarCraft cutscenes. We then yeah. cut forward to the StarCraft yeah, we two cutscenes, which came fucking... out two years before this movie in 2010. And once again, every choice about how to use digital animation from a cinematic standpoint was so much more. We watched like maybe like two minutes of like some intro cutscene. It was like the opening yeah, movie of like a space marine a space being marine. fused into his armor, and it was like yeah. instantly more interesting in and every it way. It tells a story of like, oh wait, through this one character who is a convict. Who is rather like his prison sentence is basically just being welded into a machine he can never leave. Like it, it in two minutes tells a much more interesting and visually arresting story than the ninety minutes of fucking space vomit. I'm gonna give you an aneurysm. Are you ready? No, I don't want one. IMDb in all with the the, the most democratic, beautiful expression of real movie fans oh, no. who this love like the following 5. films: 8. Shawshank Redemption, oh, so good. The Godfather, fucking okay. amazing. Starship Troopers two, three point five. Yeah, in a, a, a deeply insulting. Right, it's it, crazy. Least, like I'm not even saying this. I understand how it works. I'm like. I'm not saying this should get like a seven or an eight, but like, but it three point five. It should be crazy. in the five to six range. Starship Troopers three, Marauder four point three. Yeah, a movie that you and I genuinely think are could be. There is an argument that is the most Starship Troopers of the four we've watched so far. Like the most. Yeah, like I mean, talking to your brother. Yeah, I think the biggest problem with it is that it was too much. It yeah. was too much. St- too much Starship Troopers for one movie. With 11,000 votes. <laughs> so many votes. IMDb, I thought like 800 people Where do you it. think the fucking Cretans... 6.2. So close. Ah, uh, 6.3. No, 5.8. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying like, like listener, right. this if is... you have a working like sense of what makes a movie interesting on any level and watch those three movies, and if you told me this was 
twice as good or whatever, like almost twice as good as the second one. I mean, it just it makes me feel like I'm crazy. Yeah. Let's What's read, wrong with these people? I'm going to bring up some, because I've been reading some Letterboxd reviews. Letterboxd, this is about the same. That's so, at so least, fucking nuts. I know it's nuts, but at least that's more consistent across the board. Just a bunch of jack-offs who are like, well, it's not the Verhoeven classic, so it must be dog shit. That's like, such a late, like, th- that's such an This might have been directed by the RoboCop writer, but it must be dog shit. Do you like my voice? Of really the, interesting. Uh, Dar- yeah, it's a great voice. Hi, Honestly, I'm a Letterbox jack-off. I'm a Dumbledore dipshit. I'm, your name is Dumbledore? I'm a du- I said Dumbledore. I'm trying to remember. What's a Dumbledore? What is R- Roman Roy when he's doing the voiceover about his dad's birthday and they make him do another take and he goes like, I'm a dungle dong dong dong. <laughs> I so don't funny. know. You've been watching it more than I The have. reviews are nice little CGI movie yeah. an ultra violent action okay here blast. I'm gonna read this I haven't read this is from Vatu Formar I love After, the first movie parentheses directed by Verhoeven there we go this is go the, fuck yourself is this from IMDB or Letterboxd IMDb. yeah yeah this is a Letterboxd review three stars hearted so they liked it I don't know if you're a Letterboxd user what do user, you like about it here, after two bad live action sequels. No, wrong. Wrong, Varmar, two for Mar. Piece of shit. I didn't expect that I would like another Starship Troopers film because oh, I should read in the voice, right? That's yeah, the whole point. Please. I've already forgot it. What was it? After the. After. Yeah, it's like a news Just guy from. It's, it's like a news guy from the 40s, 30s, 20s. After two bad live action sequels, I didn't expect that I would like another Starship Troopers movie. This is. The voice is getting better, I think. Yeah. The fourth part of the series kind of ignores its two predecessors. Parentheses. Good decision. Oh, fuck. I just dropped my phone. Fuck. I just... I have a better one. How did one. this it's even like a, work? I, I just went one. back to my home one. screen. I found, I found the most fucking melted brain lunatic You see one. the return of Johnny Rico, Carmen Ibanez, and Carl Jenkins, not voiced by the original Casper. Or Kasper. representing the way they look, the way you see <laughs> or them look. act. Like, yeah. the whole... Like, this is the funny part. And the ending is identical. It's like... When three of us work together, there's nothing we can't do. And then the scene where they say they like repeat lines from the first one, but in the first one it's all a joke, and in this one it's real. But anyway, let's hear this. Review. Th- this has to be like the reason why we all deserve to die. Like, I just want to point out that like the first three movies in the series are passionate anti-fascist satire. They're, the entire point is about like like the the entire premise of that series is so much more respectable than pretty much any other piece of art. Like, I genuinely see us at this like critical moment in American history where whatever shade of fascism is like dominating our culture, it's very much on the way. And like, you can pick which flavor of it you want, but like, oh, I can? things are really yeah. There's butterscotch. What about black raspberry? Bahama Mama. Black raspberry is my favorite. Only in Pittsfield. Really? Yeah. I'm in the right place. You sure are. Here's George Buggin. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Is he a Uh-oh. bug? He's a bug man? 10 out of 10. A what? lot better than expected. He, let me just let me throw this <laughs> out there. That's not okay? a 10 out of 10. The basement... Dw- no, he explains his rating. Okay. It's hysterical. Okay, okay, okay. The basement dwelling losers who like want to dunk on the live hey, action hey, movies... Hey, hey, you don't have to assume... I'm. We're in a basement right now. The sweaty-fingered, hentai-watching, like, lonely assholes yeah. who just like live to dunk on actual people and then are like, well, the animated is better than I thought. Phil Tippett made the second one with $7 million. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's such an accomplishment. And then this is like... A, such a piece of shit. I have literally okay. seen hentai better than this. The thing is, boys and girls, this isn't the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> this is the most IMDb review yeah. of all time. I have a little story. Just listeners, I can't stress this enough. If the Shawshank Redemption is your favorite movie, you're Stop. a fucking six-year-old. We, we want like, listeners, but we don't want No, no, you. go walk into a lake. <laughs> okay. 
There's gratuitous nudity, and may I say, this is an editorial <laughs> note, it's easy on the eyes. Wait, what? Corny dialogue and not a lot of subtext. The thing is that Starship Troopers was never meant for anything like that. Wait, what? Can you say that again? There's gratuitous nudity, corny dialogue, and not a lot of subtext. The thing is that Starship Troopers was never meant for anything like that. Okay. My friend, go rewatch Starship Troopers. Wait. What is wrong with I don't with understand you? what it is. I think, are they saying that this... The setting is a sci-fi universe with much more gore, trash, nudity than would be expected. I think he... I think they're... This movie is meant for the old Starship Troopers fans, those who know the movie. Oh, my God. The so first, meant- for God's sake, and the Roughnecks animated series. It isn't a good introduction to the setting, but it wasn't meant to be. This is one of my favorite reviews of all time. <laughs> no, here's no. This is the good part. Okay. Overall, I would give it an 8 out of 10 because I was expecting a respectable follow-up to the series that was graphically polished, sensible toward character development, and not very predictable from a storyline point of view. And as far as these basic requirements are concerned, it doesn't disappoint. That rules because this guy fucking the sludge dripping out of his fucking ear holes. Literally, it feels it looks love, like shit. Makes no sense. The characters so are fucking, fucking terrible, funny. and it's so predictable in every way. We've talked about. There's a billion movies. Uh, the Aliens franchise has done most of this movie. <laughs> All of it's been done before. The Star in Star Trek, the fucking ship land. Right. Whatever. Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> There's no point. Overall, if you like the source material and you know the setting, this is a nice follow, but much better than the god awful movie sequels. Genuinely, you have to be. It's so interesting that we've like learned. Where did we learn this? Because I also came in expecting them to be bad. Despite my individual rating of eight out of ten, I gave the movie a rating of ten out of ten, if only to balance out the people who I assume weren't all that familiar with the setting and undervoted a movie which, from an objective point of view, cannot possible receive less than a six out of ten. Incredible. So he's like, we should get this. This deserves a six out of ten. I think it deserves an eight out of ten, but I gave it a ten out of ten. These are the people who like rule the world. Fucking funny. I love this. Comparison. Um, I've been as I was. I was. I'm sort of gloating. I've been gloating recently about how many books I'm reading. Oh my! Wait, I'm just like. A, oh my god! Yeah, she's. They're still there. God, whenever I turn, they always be there. Whenever Josh. I turn to look at your library, I'm like, my god. I'm a, just, I am. Let me describe it for them. I'm in the presence bit. of a learned man. It's Have what, we talked about the bookshelf? <laughs> it's what about three and a half feet by four, oh, and, a four and a half feet? Yeah, yeah. And there's four shelves. One, so the two, top three, shelf, four. short stories. But a lot of a lot of leather bound ones. All short stories. Some some paperback, which is the coward's book. But many leather. Oh, I love a I love a I love a paperback. I love yeah. a what are they called? A trade copy? I forget. Uh, the second two shelves are all novels, and then the third shelf goes to novels to the halfway point. Sorry. And the, then there's, there's so many people in these reviews talking about how end. bad two and three are. And in my mind, it's like it's so stupid. Th- the message of the first movie is not that action is cool. Right. It's a movie about you being a fascist. And yeah. so the two subsequent films that engage with that, which is transparently the premise, the like barely veiled subtext of the first movie, people are like, I don't care for that. I want something that just generically shows me violence and the things that I want to see, like how boobs rock and it's sick to have a big yeah. gun. This is, this is at least an honest world. Waldo says, I love these series and I got to admit, animation is the way to keep going with the series. The dialogue is the same super alpha male. What the fuck are these? Pe- I don't, Josh, this is so infuriating that people are like, this is the same as everything we've had before. It's crazy. Uh, this is the same alpha male motherfuckers. The girls are horny, hot, and fierce. It's all heroic, mere, mere self-sacrificing 
three balls dude saying stupid crap before expiring, you know. Weonut said, finally, the old Starship Troopers are back. It's Bro, insane. my dog, this has never been less of a Starship Troopers okay. production. We, it's just crazy. I, we, I, can't, I don't think at this point, I know that this is actually the moment where we finally have gotten actual, like, wouldn't it be cool if men and women shot bugs? And this proves just outright that it is not fun watching just people shoot bugs. Oh, it's I not guess fun. people are, a lot of people are in, in these comments are nostalgic for the Roughneck CGI series. Right. I think that's our problem is I that we didn't something. watch that. Yeah. Um, one thing, this might not be interesting to anyone but me, but I, as I was brought up the books, not just because I'm a man of the book and a learned man, but it's so funny to see the way people review things on IMDb versus Goodreads versus Letterboxd. He's on his phone, folks. Hold on. He's on his phone. You were on your phone the whole fucking time. Uh, yeah, but I was paying attention to you. I was paying attention to you. What did I just say? Oh, I was paying attention to you. No, no, before that. Before when you, that, when you weren't paying, paying attention. attention to me. Shut up! Shut up! Just talk! Just talk! Okay, I was Just saying... talk with your mouth. I was saying that it's, it's funny to see the way people use IMDb reviews, Goodreads reviews, and Letterboxd reviews. Oh, it's funny? I didn't hear you fucking laughing. <laughs> Goodreads... It's even worse than IMDb. It's all these like jack, learned jackoffs, like quoting the book and like writing little mini book reports for other online users to relish over. Yeah, the, the, it's crazy. The, the world of the pedant is so funny because you're like, I learned how to write an essay in middle school. Right. And I'm just going to do that forever. And so you can't argue with how good I wrote my essay. It's like the Ben Shapiro of it all. And then there's just fuck off is a half star review of this movie. We're That's like the most honest like, review. But if someone it. on Goodreads had read this movie and hated it, it would have been like a 20 page analysis of everything. And I know it doesn't really make sense. We're writing, writing and fucking doing an hour long podcast about this shitty movie. But like I'm looking if Roger did one. Roger Ebert was dead. Really? Right? I think so. He wouldn't have spent any time watching this. I don't think... Did this even come out in... I love that, going back to his original review of Starship Troopers, the most violent kitty movie ever made, a novel for juveniles by Robert Heinlein. Bro, you're literally a big baby. You're a baby. You watch cars where like, they don't make cars like they used to. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. God, I hate everything. Five stars to the car movie. I love the cars. Mostly because I love cars. Mm. Well, the best sequel yet. Okay, I can't look at Letterboxd anymore. This sucks. So th- this movie looks terrible. It's Brilliant a, film. Like, well, that was the big thing about the StarCraft II cutscene was that it's just like, it's so much better looking. And like, why make a movie, of, if all it is, if there's no satire, there's no subtext, it is just people shooting bugs, just make it look cool. And I might actually give it two stars instead of zero i'm just sick of reading the reviews where people are like someone some jack off just said nauseated by two and three Ugh, i vomited nauseated i had to get a barf bag while I had watching to two and puke three. out of my butt while so I, watched I, I watched them phil and, tippett and ed newmeyer do magical shit with i watched the resources. new um the new um, michael bay movie don't boast ambulance ambulance uh it sucks okay it's similarly fashion it's like i think the reason why transformers was his like bridge into just falling apart was that he's so afraid now of showing like cops and firefighters and emts getting hurt that he just has to resort to showing cars that might hold cops getting hurt so he never actually has to show anyone die that american people love or like bad boys is i don't know people probably don't get killed 
No, but there's a lot of people getting shot up. In that we one. were talking at the time watching those films that like he essentially shoots like all of the action scenes in those movies are just like a pornographic explosion of bullets in all directions in all from all angles at all times. Yeah. Like, and this is so nuts. And this is like resp- the whole premise of the movie is that Jake and his brother uh, kidnap a cop who's dying in an ambulance. And the whole movie is like cops won't cops will not kill these robbers, these people that have not killed anyone, but have robbed a bank. They won't execute them on the street without trial because there is a cop in the car. Did, remember when the cop shot that UPS guy because he was like near another guy during a standoff like a year or two oh, ago? Oh, God. I don't know. So, yeah, the, and then like the, everyone's like, he's the most important man. Like, it's just like this movie loved cops so much that Michael Bay couldn't even kill any. It reminded me of Terminator 2. I feel like Terminator 2 had that same problem where it's just like, let's throw a thousand cops in this movie. Not so that they can be just killed mercilessly because we have so many of them. Okay, in Florida. But- Bad yeah. boys. This was a uh, 2019. Two armed robbers who hijacked a UPS truck in South Florida got into a firefight with 21 police officers. 200 shots were fired, and the UPS driver and a 70 year old bystander were both dead by the end. <laughs> For a fucking robber. Yeah. It's crazy. Two suspected jewelry store robbers. <laughs> what a. Well, I don't understand. Like, the, the cognitive dissonance in our culture between, like, how law enforcement behaves. Don't call them that. They're not law enforcement. No, no I'm trying to cast a broad web. But please don't. Cops. I, we need to stop using these terms. In the same way that they use, like, what do they call it when they kill someone? Like, by, ac- by accident? I forget. They have just, like, There's a ter- lot of, well, they the, just have euphemisms for everything. It's fascinating how going back to, with a, a recent police shooting in our community in Berkshire County, when you go back to look at the last time the cops shot someone, they did trot out the suicide by cop thing, which is made up by police officers. Like Stockholm Syndrome, which, by the way, everyone should look up Stockholm Syndrome. Or Helsinki Basically, Syndrome. Basically, a woman in the bank was like, hey, maybe you guys shouldn't fucking raid the bank because we're all in here. And they were like, this dumb woman's in love with her captors. <laughs> Like this is it's not it's completely made up by police to what Stockholm syndrome is. Yes, that's what it's but that's what it is. No, it's like it's not real. It's not real. You don't know. You don't know what it, it. you don't know what it is. Huh? I thought it was the void left after a traumatic experience where your no, li- no, no, your you're life just... was so a part of this situ- situation that now that you're out of it, it's not oh that you. Oh my god, lo- you're in Charles Land. You it's not that you, you love your captor. It's that it. you just. You don't. You, you don't. You're wrong. You're. I'll look it you're, up. Yeah, you should do it right now just because you're wrong. You don't okay. know what you're talking about. I think you just have some like Hollywood version of Stockholm syndrome. Okay. Stockholm syndrome isn't that you're in love with anyone; it's that you like you're became. An idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You became so. Some of the officers involved Shut in the firefight up. were members of Shut Miami Dade Police Department's priority response team, an elite team to deal with active shooters in the wake of a mass shooting uh, at Parkland. So the the elite team was involved in this fucking Michael Bay style like freeway massacre. That like I don't know. The point we're trying to make is this: we're going down a, a weird side road here. Yeah, it's just about power imbalances, right? Um, and the first three movies in the series are all about like where is power in our culture? What role does the media play in that? How does when we live in a culture of of, of totalitarianism and and total war? How does every single facet of like that's incisive, fascinating filmmaking? And this movie is like we've got to get the Bug Queen, I know, or the ship will destroy Paris. And it's like <laughs> this fucking sucks. Yeah, and then the, it's it's all just like cliche hero shit that the first three movies have all been just like so beautifully fighting against. Right, and the, the, the thing about these fucking like 
neckbeard losers who are like plugging their entire identities into the intricacies of a made up fake fascist Nazi army. We're like, that's not at all how they would act. And yeah, it's, it's like, you're a loser. You fucking suck. You don't get these movies at all. It makes me just very angry when we see three movies that say important things that are matter. And then one movie where it's like digital boobs are freaking oh sick. Yeah. It's this like was a hentai movie, like without just the weird no it's it's full it's fully a fetish thing it fetishizes the violence it fetishizes fascism it fetishizes boobs which you know leave them alone boobs have had enough in this crazy world right okay yeah yeah show us if you're going to animate a movie with nudity and you don't show us a man with a cartoonishly large hog you've wasted the entire premise of animating that's why i said earlier i mean as we were saying you can do anything you want with animation so go for it who doesn't want to see a beautiful hog well, I'm saying, like, why not swing at it? You know what I'm talking about? Swing at it? Whoosh. Yeah. Whoosh. Well, that's that's one of the best jokes of all time is in basketball, when they're in the <laughs> locker room and the jokes that they have big hogs, yeah. and whenever they turn, it goes, whoosh, zoomp. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you know, I know those guys, like, South Park has become sort of a waking nightmare, but, like, man, some of those early movies are so fucking funny. Yeah. They're they're funny guys. They're funny guys. They got, I think, a little too high on their own. I haven't seen Weird Park. libertarian uh, being uh, just unbearable but what are you gonna do mm, um so how do we want to handle the whole business of sell like giving awards to this? let me sum it up no mvp when will it end that's that's i'm gonna keep it wow. short i i, I no, you, i think you uh, gotta predict you gotta you you're the king of offbeat off mvps um uh, my mvps are the fucking uh internet morons of the imdb wow. world who are like um, actually, two and three are nothing like what's good about the first one. Because, <laughs> like, God bless you. You must live an amazing fucking life. I know. I want to meet these people. I want yeah. to understand, like, what... Like, that person spent so much time and energy writing a 10-star review and then, like, coming up with this, the mathematics of why it is a 10-star review. Well, just like you have two like, movies spent, made what, by... three hours doing that? Cult legends of genre doing fascinating, weird things in this, like, unpleasant, viscerally uncomfortable, like, fascinating examination of, of, of all of these things we've talked about. And then the most joyless, soulless, boring, dogshit-looking banal boring movie comes out and it's like finally back to the good part like there's a scene where uh, it could have been cool the spaceship crashes into whatever wherever it is on earth and they choose to put the camera on the ground which is brown the earth is brown they've decided to go with the brown palette for the earth in a a bold change from the gray green and brown of everything in space the ship is sort of brownish gray it (laughs) hits the earth and just flies at the camera so that you cannot tell it apart from the earth and the smoke and the fire. And it's just like, everything looks the same. And it's like, honestly, it's pretty impressive that somebody actually managed to animate a scene that is basically one color and not have it look like just one color. Like, they just made it 30 shades of gray. Well, and to say nothing of the fact that so often in this movie, there's no bug introduction in this. We just see no, Marines just firing off screen, then we cut to oh my God, blurry, shitty CGI bugs. That's the other thing shot. is like, there's so many shots of just like them shooting off screen. And in the second one, that was probably because of a budget constraint. Yeah, yeah. But here it's like, <laughs> you, you've you made the bug, whatever it's called. You have the, the 3D image of the bug. 
you could just have them shooting at the bugs rather than literally having a gun pointed out of frame. Right. Like if, if you look at how Phil Tippett deals with the unbelievable restraints of the oh, second movie yeah. versus the theoretical limitless possibility of animation, this is such an, an unbelievable disaster. Okay. So my MVP are losers who I I'm, hate. And, I'm giving uh, the. I'm asking M- when will it end? I'm giving MVP to the space lasers because I feel like yeah. that was a very cool one. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, we were talking of this was just space lasers and Rico's chainsaw suit. That'd be cool. Yeah. But both are tragically like the the scene in um, Resident Evil with the the laser grid. If that were a weapon, like it's it's I guess dead. What was that video game? Dead Space. Yeah, Dead yeah, Space. Dead Space. Dead Space had some similar looking technology, but basically it was like. If the Enterprise had just like a cage of of red lasers, it shot out, and it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that was that was the biggest moment of joy that I had during this movie. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. joyful, joyful, a joyful Charles. Am I asking when will it end? I am asking when will it end? Yeah, this was this bad. cannot. This I don't. Was one, I would say one of the worst things we've ever watched. We're gonna have to come up with a strategy for that. Actually, we're almost done. Here's the thing: Ed is back, and he might have actually gotten involved. Casper's back. Dizzy's back. Yeah, no, I'm already way more invested in the fifth so one. So five might somehow turn this all around, right? I'm saying if five does that, it will imp- it will delight me. Unfortunately, this has been a real nadir of the podcast. This this was a terrible and it came out five movie. years later. So yeah. hopefully, CGI went through quite a bumpy, you know, f- flourishing phase. Yeah, I think 2017 is a way different era than 2012 for animation. Hopefully, they'll can I blow your mind. Here's my pitch. Let's go inside the fucking fascist empire. Let's see Rico, the old politician, navigating the inner halls of the Federation. That's interesting and different. It comes down to, again, like with animation, you can do anything. But here it's like, this is literally like one except without any winking. And why do, what's, who who wanted this? I guess, when did the rough rough next show come out? People who like think j- just being an, a soldier is cool because you're a fucking you've just soaked up all the propaganda that's been shoved down your throat your entire life with no critical thinking. Roughnecks Starship Troopers Chronicles. Hmm. Um, it came out in just all these other dates. Oh no, this is a book. I have no fucking idea, man. I started using this new browser, Brave, because I've heard it's more private. Unfortunately, their search engine is absolute garbage, so I have to just keep using Google anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Just a fucking, it's like, this is where I'm at in my life. So can we be done with the episode now? Yeah. Yeah.